What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio with me, Dan Wendell of Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me today is Santa Claus. I mean, Tony Shore. (laughs) Tony Shore is here. Tony, I'm excited because it's that time of year and we are going to have a holiday special. We've done several holiday specials throughout the year, but this is a Christmas holiday special. This is a New Year holiday special, and we're going to celebrate it today by tackling some of our favorite holiday movies awesome and the financial lessons we have learned from them and we're going to dissect those movies in a positive way and see (laughs) if we can glean any nuggets financial nuggets from classic holiday movies and i'm going to expect you i know i already can see you're smiling i know (laughs) you like this sort of stuff i love it we we're going to have some fun with it i think I know what your favorite holiday movies are. I, I actually know who what your favorite holiday <laughs> movies are. So we'll incorporate those. We're going to stick to the classics. Um, we're not going to um, talk about movies that happen to be set during the holiday season because those aren't what we're talking about. I know you want to do Die Hard. I know you want to <laughs> do that because it's a holiday party. But and I'm, we're not going to do any obscure ones like we did for the money shows on the uh, music. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know. We're going to stick to the classics, sure. but, uh, so this is what we're going to do. Huh. This is good. Well, and we got the holidays coming up. So we're in a cheery spirit. Anything exciting going on for you? What, how are you prepping for the holiday? Uh, how about I get you a glass of eggnog, Dan, or drive you out in the middle of another nowhere. one. Here we leave, go. Leave, right. leave you for dead. <laughs> a little, a little refresh <laughs> on my eggnog or drive yeah, you out in the middle of nowhere and leave you for dead. Um, that's the, the little lights aren't twinkling, Clark. I know, I know that art. And thanks for noticing. Just doing some vacation, Christmas vacation lines to to get us in the mood today, Dan. Save it. You know, here's a trivia question, Tony. Okay. Which holiday movie features the current president of the United States? Do, 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 um, okay, 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 okay. Oh, uh, Home Alone. Is that your final answer? No, um, uh, the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, <laughs> it is Home Alone, but it's Home Alone 2. Oh, see, I was right. Oh, well, I meant, you know what I meant. I, I got it right. That's, yes. come on. Donald Trump I knew it was Home Alone. Home Alone 2. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Come on now. I didn't. I didn't know that <laughs> until I saw him on TV and one of my kids pointed out and said, is that Donald Trump? I was like, come on now. We're watching Home Alone. And sure enough, it was. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, that wow. is crazy. He's everywhere. <laughs> he looked a lot younger. His hair didn't look much different. No, <laughs> no, that's always been the same. I mean, once you buy a toupee, it doesn't really change that much. <laughs> so... uh <laughs> I love it. Um, but Christmas but we're in a holiday yeah, spirit, Tony. Are you got any big plans for this holiday coming up? Well, obviously, I love to spend time with the family. And, of course, uh, 
the debate about are we gonna what are we gonna have for the holiday meal? Are we gonna have the ham, the honey glazed ham? How's it gonna be prepared? Um, just crazy stuff like that. You know, there's a ham recipe that incorporates Mountain Dew. Like you pour really? Mountain Dew over the ham, you get one of those kind of sliced pre, or you slice it, you know, and then you pour it over there. And the sh- so it's going to turn green. It like doesn't green turn green, but it tastes gives it a nice sweet texture. You can look it up. Uh, anyway, uh, it's a <laughs> lot of fun. We have fun with family. It's really a good time, and of course, uh, the kids are always happy. And uh, and yeah, it's a good mood. We're in a good holiday spirit here. I've been good. Obviously, getting prepared for the holidays, seeing my kids get more excited as every day goes by. How about you? Is your family all prepared for for this, and do they really enjoy Christmas? Yeah, the kids do. They got that uh, elf on the shelf oh, thing yeah, going, yeah. so that's always fun. Um, you know, it's always exciting to see where he ends up every morning. That's fun for us. Really, really fun for the parents too. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, but they love it. They get excited, and they're and. But you know what's interesting about Christmas in Florida? You don't get that sense of snow and Christmas. You get the soccer balls playing outside. It's like really. I, I, you know, you just want that snow to hit us yeah. but again. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to dream of a white Christmas, but it's not going to happen. But anyway, Tony, let's talk about some holiday movies that have financial lessons. What do you say? Sounds great. You know what? It was funny. I was thinking about this and I said, oh, Elf, let's, let's talk about Elf because that's a, a newer movie. And I, and my wife was, you know, looking at me like new. That's uh, <laughs> yeah. That's got to be thirteen years old, fifteen years old. I was like, oh, is it? It seems new to me, you know. I don't but, think um, it's quite that old, but yeah, it, it doesn't feel that old. It, it feels newer. I mean, Christmas Vacation. That was that's, that was from back in '89. You know, Christmas Vacation. Uh, it reminds me of a quote. I mean, when you bring up the fact that you want our topic today to be holiday movies, uh, you know what I want to. You know what I say to that? Where Where do you think you're going, Dan? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. We're all in this together. This is a full-blown, four-alarm holiday emergency. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap-hap-happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny Kay. Oh, my Lord. And when Santa squeezes his fat butt down that chimney tonight, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of you-know-what's this side of the nuthouse. That's what Clark said. Now, I don't know if there's a financial lesson in that quote from Christmas Vacation, but I love it. Well, let's stick on Christmas Vacation because that's, I didn't know you were such a fan. I'll tell you what. Uh, I know my, it by heart. So here my we go. Favorite, my favorite part, um, not not actually the favorite part of the movie, but the, the easiest lesson I, can, I could get from this, a financial lesson that is, is when he's got his um, whole family there. And he's talking about how he bought the pool or that he's going to get the pool installed using the Christmas bonus money. And he gets the check in the mail and he's opening it with everyone. And he's expecting this big bonus from the company. And what does he get instead? He gets a, a jelly of the month club. Yes, membership. the jelly of the month club. So here's the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> don't spend money you don't have. I mean... Really, this is a big issue for a lot of people around the holidays is overspending. They overspend on the holidays. They they yep. rationalize it as, oh, it's fun money for the holidays. Mm-hmm. But if if they overspend, what happens? Eventually, they're going to get hit with that bill. You know yeah. what a lot of people do is they go to stores for the holidays and they 
they get these credit card offers. Oh, yep. you know, if you if you buy or you know, you're spending a hundred dollars here, I can give you twenty percent off if you just sign up for this credit card. Right. And what are they doing? They're not only adding debt, right? Right. They're getting their credit score dinged. You know, you every time you open a credit card, you're gonna get your credit score is gonna go down. And so it and it, and then you it's out of sight, out of mind. So I would say one of the big lessons from that movie is you don't want to, you want to stay within your budget. And, and I don't think a impending holiday bonus should be considered part of your budget. That's, you know, no, he was no. expecting and he got a jelly of the month club. Just remember that when you go, when you're planning to buy something, you say, Oh, I'm going to get a good commission or I'm going to get a good deal or a good sale or something down the month. Just remember jelly of the month. That's yeah. my, that. <laughs> Yeah, when you're getting ready to spend some money, especially if it's money you don't have sitting in the bank, uh, just remember a Jelly of the Month Club membership is not what you want. That's not what you want out of the deal. And I, if you remember, Dan, uh, he actually, in the movie, at one point, he tells his coworker, yeah, I've, I'm counting on that check. I put a down payment already on the pool. That's so right. He spent it. He actually spent it before he had it. And that's what credit cards lead us to do. And that's what the holiday season leads a lot of people to do is spend money before they have it. And like you said, Dan, as a financial advisor, uh, your advice in that situation would be don't do it, right? Well, don't spend money before you have it. That's right. You got to create a holiday budget if you can. Well, most people don't want to do a budget, right? There's the B word again. But if you create that budget, it's easier to stay in. But most people don't even create the budget. And then they, then they spend uh, a credit card here and there, and they'll say, oh, I'll pay it later. And they're doing what, what uh, Griswold did. It was Griswold, right? Um, yeah. He, Clark, he, Clark W. Griswold. Clark spent the money before he even had it, and then, oh, I'll, I'll deal with it later from money coming from the bonus that never came. So he couldn't use the jelly to, to pay off the, the pool. Um, but I see this, a lot of people doing similar stuff with their um, retirement funds. They use their retirement funds for holiday spending. They'll take a loan or withdrawal from a 401k so that they could pay for the holidays. And that's just talk about, um, you know, risky. Not only sometimes do you have to pay a 10% penalty because you're taking it early, but it's going to be taxed. And then you're losing out on future retirement plan. You know, you're losing out on that compounding interest um, down the road. So, yeah, it's a it's a whammy that people think that face. I also see retirees doing this. So they're already retired and now they're taking on debt during the holidays so that they can, you know, buy stuff. That's a surefire way to kind of put your retirement on, on hold or, yeah. or if you're in retirement, kind of set you back. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody wants that. I mean, that it's, it's important to note. And, uh, I, I think that, uh, there are a lot of important lessons and, uh, you know, we're, we're joking around and it's a funny movie, but Christmas vacation has a lot of financial lessons in it. Um, uh, especially when it comes to buying Christmas gifts. I don't know if you remember the scene where uh, Clark and Eddie go shopping. Um, I love I love the part where Eddie asks Clark if he can borrow some money, and then he says, "And uh, sure, uh, what do you need? And he goes, $50,000. <laughs> and Clark just starts stuffing the money back into his wallet. Um, but he doesn't have money to buy his kids presents, so Clark says, I'll get your kids presents. We'll go out and go shopping. And Eddie goes, yeah. And put your, you know, put your, I got a list here for the 
for for my kids and my family and uh, put something nice on there for yourself too clark <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's spending his own money on himself <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so yeah. he yeah. and then uh, and then they load the cart full of dog food and he's got like hundreds of dollars worth of dog food so you have to you have to plan and uh you don't want to spend your money foolishly and uh make bad investments and eddie is pretty much a bad investment right yeah well you know but it is family and sometimes family can be a burden. We talked about yeah. that. Uh, yeah. A needy family member it could be uh, a child, uh, a boomerang kid coming back saying, help, help me. Or it could even be an adult, um, an aging parent that needs help. So it's sometimes tough to say no, but especially around the holidays. But I mean, you got to you got to think twice about these things. And that's a pretty good lesson from the, the Christmas vacation in a, in a fun way. Right. <clears throat> right. Right, and there there are a lot of good lessons. I love this topic, Dan. When you told me that this is the topic you wanted to to do, I uh, if I woke up tomorrow morning with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised than I am now. So. <laughs> Plus, you don't even have to prepare because uh, apparently you're a, a nerd when it comes to to the uh, at least the Christmas vacation movie. <laughs> How about um, um, one of my all time favorites is um, a Christmas story. Oh, the, um, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he gets his tongue stuck to the frozen pole. Ooh, that's right. Remember that? You know yeah. what? You know what the lesson is there? What's it? Is I there a financial lesson there? <laughs> yes. There, I can't, I can't get off. It's stuck. Yeah, exactly. That was <laughs> no, a pretty good imitation. The, the lesson is, uh, don't keep up with the Joneses. Don't, you know, peer pressure. And I, I, I talk about this a lot is that, you know, just because your your neighbors are um, putting up all these lights or uh, or buying a whole bunch of gifts or or your kids see all their friends at school. Hey, they got the latest sneakers. Did you see those latest sneakers that came out with self-tying laces like from the movie Back to the Future? Oh, I think they're like four hundred or five hundred dollars or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. They're like five hundred bucks, four ninety nine or something. Yeah, I saw that in the news. My kids don't even know they exist, but if they did, they, they would know better than to ask for them because I would yeah. just give them the look like, you crazy? So, you know, just because everyone's, you know, telling you or double dog daring you to do it, um, don't buy those extra gifts. Don't just, you know, try and keep up with everyone. Unless it's a triple dog there, then I think you might have to do it, right? Isn't that the rule? <laughs> yeah. 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 Peer pressure. Uh, and that can affect people's finances, can it? I bet you've seen some people buy some things that they really didn't need just to keep up with the Joneses of the times, right? It, and it sets them back so much because that's less money working in investments or, or I mean, I see people that buy things that they just don't open. How is that? Uh, uh, power tools that are left unused in the garage. I, right. It happens. And the key is that you're paying for that in multiple ways because it's opportunity cost. If you spend $500 on something you don't really use that often, and you might get joy from it for a short amount of time, but then it's going to sit on the shelf. That's $500 that could have been thrown into a 401k. And over 10 years, that could become 5000 perhaps, you know, just as an example. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's a good lesson from the Christmas story. You know what? My, uh, the, I think the big lesson from the Christmas story is what's the whole show about? He wants that uh, Red Ryder BB gun, right? <clears throat> and what does everyone tell him? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. You'll shoot your eye out. His mom doesn't want him to have it because she says he'll shoot his eye out. And he wants that BB gun for Christmas. And he's doing everything he can to get it, right? Yeah. You know, and then he even goes and sees Santa and Santa says, 
you shoot your eye out, kid, and then steps on his face and pushes him <laughs> down the slide, right? But I guess the lesson here financially is you got to know sometimes that there are people that know more than you, and it does make sense to take advice. Um, a lot of people come to me and they need help, right? They, they want to financially plan. Hey, I want to retire in 10 years. What do I need to start doing? They're coming with an open mind. They're asking me. Sometimes people come to me because hey, a friend says, hey, you got to go see Dan. He helped me. And, but they know a lot already and they think they know a lot already and they're not really listening to the advice. So I guess the lesson here is make sure you understand that you don't know everything, especially when it comes to finances. They don't teach this in school. They don't, I mean, unless you get the lessons and you go through this and you, you get a degree in it or you actually do what I do every day and deal with it, you're not going to know some of these concepts. You're going to be uh, learning just what you read on the internet and that's a surefire way to fail. So maybe, you know, I forget his name uh, in the in the movie, um, but he should have listened and, and said, you know yeah. what, maybe I don't want that, that BB gun. Yeah, he should have listened. He learned his lesson. And uh, that's that's a lesson, you know, we don't want to learn lessons the hard way, especially when it comes to our finances. And, and speaking of a Christmas story, there's another aspect of that story that maybe has a financial lesson, uh, uh, underlying financial lesson, and that goes back to buying things you don't want, I would imagine. But what do you think, Dan, uh, of the leg lamp? Uh, the lady <laughs> the lady leg lamp that the father gets in the a major Christmas award. story. It's a major award. <laughs> it's fragile, right? <clears throat> Love that part, right? Yeah. So what's the lesson there? Well, I guess, you know, you could say beauty's in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> <laughs> well, or don't spend your money on things that, uh, you know, you might not want. Uh, no, you know, it's true. That, that you really don't need. And, and I check don't with think your that... wife first, too, at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Check with the rest of the family before purchasing a leg lamp. And, um, yeah. Believe and maybe it or not, he did maybe he did win it but if you bought it you wouldn't want to spend money on even if you think it's great you, you might want to you know think twice before you buy something i think that's the lesson yeah and and also you know don't be materialistic perhaps um financially i i run into a lot of people who are preparing for retirement and i find that those that live within their means are in a much better spot to retire it's obvious isn't it but uh, they're not spending on frivolous things. But when they do, it's more meaningful because they do it randomly or, you know, less frequently. But, yeah, <clears throat> that leg lamp. You know, Tony, believe it or not, I have Christmas lights strung in those little leg lamps. Um, <laughs> like um, little legs and with the lamps. And I can hang those up and they plug in and they light up. Oh, <laughs> uh, of course you do, Dan. That is... It is my favorite movie of all. I mean, oh, there's just so many quotes from that one. Yeah, but. it's one of the greatest. It is one of the greatest uh, Christmas movies of all time, A Christmas Story. And it's just so funny and so well done. I'm sure most of our listeners out there have seen it. If you haven't, you got to check that out. My favorite is Christmas Vacation, and uh, A Christmas Story comes as a close second. Now, I, I one quote from the movie that I always love is, when he says as a narrator, the little, the little kid, his name is Ralphie, he says, some men are Baptists, others Catholics. My father was an Oldsmobile man. <laughs> oh, fudge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fudge. You said, you said fudge? No, I said the real word. So it's really funny. Uh, it's set in the 50s. If you haven't seen it, uh, you've got to watch it. So what's another lesson that you'd like to point out from A Christmas Story? 
Well, you know, the whole idea, he's, he wants that Red Ryder BB gun at all costs, and he's chasing yep. the deal. And I see a lot of people chasing deals around the holidays. Oh, you know, uh, Black Friday, you know, you can get this deal real quick, Cyber Monday. And that's where people get caught up in buying stuff they don't need just for the sake of getting a deal. I think it was Jim Gaffigan, who's one of my favorite comedians, he was saying like he was driving by McDonald's and he saw, you know, two Big Macs for a dollar. And he's like, if I don't stop, I think I'm losing money on this deal, right? I, <laughs> I have to buy that, right? If I feel like it's a financially poor decision if I don't stop because I'm losing, I'm going to lose money if I don't buy two Big right. Macs. Meanwhile, he knows well that he doesn't need two Big Macs in his system. So the right. same thing, you know, Ralphie was chasing, chasing for this BB gun. Did he really need it? You know, it made for a good movie, but, um, you know, sometimes chasing the deal just because you think it's a great deal doesn't mean you need to do it. You know, it just... I like I like that lesson. Yeah. You're chasing a deal. It's just like those credit card deals or uh, holiday sales. Oh, I've got to buy this. It's, a, it's such a good price or I'm getting money off. But, you know, uh, there are there are tricks. To, you know, if you open a credit card to get a discount, uh, then you're going to be paying at least that same discount in in interest. Yeah, <laughs> so, right, right. so you don't you don't want to do it. And you keep saying BB gun, but it was an official Red Rider carbon action 200 shot range model air rifle. <laughs> I love it. You're too much, Tony. <laughs> it was his icicle, and it hit me. And all right, so <laughs> that's a great movie. Great about, movie. You know, how about another classic? Um, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh. You, you remember that one? Well, yeah. We've all seen that one once or twice. I know that. What, what, what do you want, Tony? You want the moon? Is that what you want? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, boy. Very yeah, good that, impression. That one makes me teary-eyed, I'll, I'll admit. Oh, um, yeah. There is some definite life lessons from there. But I think, and, and we I touched upon this with the Griswolds, um, you know, bottom line for that movie is, there's a couple actually a good one, but one of my one of my lessons that I would take away from it financially is that you got to work together with your family or friends, you know, yeah. in the end, isn't that what happened? Um, yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they said, I think the quote was something like no one is a failure who has friends. Yeah. That's the teary eyed part. You didn't have to yeah. say that. That makes me, you know, oh, so, so, <laughs> that was the inscription in the book, right? I don't want to, I don't want to tear you up. Yeah. That was the book inscription. But you know, when it comes to finances, people, um, like I said, in the past, you, you, family can be great, but it can also be a burden. So what you want to do around the holidays is start building those relationships and start, you know, exploring the financial aspects of it. You got to start talking to your family members about these real issues. You got to talk about end of life planning. I know you, it sounds terrible, right? right? But what else are you going to get together with your family and start, just start the conversation. Don't be pushy. Don't, you know, hey, dad, you know, what are you going to do for burial? What do you want? Do you want to be cremated or what? You know, I really think you should be cremated. That's not how you get that conversation no, started. No. But you could say something like, hey, you know, I, uh, I heard an ad or I was reading about, you know, the cost of burial and how it's gone up. And have you thought about that? What, what are your plans? Um, you know, hey, mom, um, you know, I saw this this trend that uh, there's a lot of. Uh, uh, retirement communities that are specializing in people getting older, you know, no stairs, um, you know, transitional. Have you thought about what you want to do, where you want to live, that kind of thing? Um, you know, just just start asking these probing questions because this is this is a big financial discussion, but it's you kind of you don't think about it until it's too late. 
So I'm trying to get people to think more about it quicker, uh, sooner in life so that it's not a big surprise. And when better to do that when you have all the family around, um, especially if they're from different parts of the country getting together for the holidays. It, it might be good, especially if you have some siblings. Hey, you know, we should probably talk to mom about where she's going to live. Should she have a stroke and need help? Who's going to take care of her? That kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Taking care of our loved ones. That's a great message from It's a Wonderful Life, but it's also uh, a message to you regarding planning ahead. And that's, I know you do retirement planning and legacy planning and, and making sure uh, that your loved ones are going to be taken care of. And if somebody needs long-term care or someone should pass away, you want to be prepared ahead of time for those events, don't you? That's right. And, you know, who else can you rely on but your family? And then that movie, you know, he was at, at, at the bottom, but the community yeah. as a whole um, came together. And it's because he was building those relationships throughout and, and communicating throughout, and he didn't realize it. So you don't want to be in a situation where you're Griswold's brother um, and asking for money when you're, you know, hey, I could use 50 grand. Um, you got to be talking about this sooner. You know, hey, I'm, I'm, I might need some help down the road and, and just it, it's tough. It's very difficult, but it's such an important thing to do is to have these conversations while you can not wait till the last minute. But don't be pushy about it. Don't, don't right. you don't want to ruin the holiday, uh, the holiday dinner. Well, yeah, you don't want to ruin the holiday dinner. And uh, a funny line from that movie, It's a Wonderful Life, uh, was also about planning ahead for something a little bit different. I don't know if you remember the line where Annie said, I've been saving this money for a divorce if I ever get a husband. <laughs> she, well, she was saving up money, which is good, which is what you encourage your clients and our listeners to do. But she said she was saving up money for a divorce if, if she ever got a husband. Right. That was a pretty interesting <laughs> quote for the time, too, right? This, that was in the yeah, 40s, I think, that movie. Was, yeah. Um, but that's a good point. That's a great lesson from that movie. Perhaps the, the biggest lesson is emergency fund planning. Yep. You know, th things are going to happen, and you're going to need money. He, I think they used their honeymoon money to pay to stop the bank from being yep. raided, right? By all the, right. you know? And um, so they, <laughs> granted, it wasn't planned for an emergency. It was planned for a vacation. But um, if you don't have an emergency fund and something happens, you're going to be in trouble. So this is a great lesson from that movie is plan ahead for an emergency. You're going to have one. You don't know what it's going to be. Um, you just got to have a backup plan. They had a backup plan in um, a Christmas story with right. uh, the turkey got eaten by the Bumpus's dogs and they went to the Chinese restaurant and had duck, right? right. <laughs> that was the backup plan. So you got to have a backup plan. You can always eat plan. Chinese on Christmas if, right. if the turkey gets ruined. I, I love that <laughs> message from that movie. But, you know, back to It's a Wonderful Life, it's funny you talk about they had to use honeymoon money, uh, but if they had been a client at Dolphin Financial and had you as a financial planner, George Bailey, the main character, uh, said at one point, I wish I had a million dollars, hot dog. Well, if he had been a client of yours, he might have a million dollars saved up that he could have used because you use strategies to, to, to build and grow uh, his assets. And, uh, you know, he needed a financial planner, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, the community as a whole did. And the, the, the planning part of financial planning is fun. It doesn't have to be um, scary to people, but it can be fun. And when people say, hey, I wish I had a million dollars, you don't really need a million, do you? I mean, what do you need? You need income. 
So yeah. if you have income to do what you want to do, who cares how much money you have in the bank, right? Right. Um, as long as you have a steady stream of income that's going to be showing up each month, like when you were working. Uh, but in retirement, uh, you need to plan for that and uh, save for that. So you got a great point. It, it's not about how much you have. It's about when you have it, right? That's, that's it. So people say, I'm, I'm going to hold on. I'm going to keep investing until I have a million. Well, what's the point of that? Because when you, that's a surefire way to fail because you'll, you'll be saying, I want to, oh, I only need 50 more thousand. Next thing you know, your 950 turns to 700 because you took a risk to get that extra 50. It's just a number. What's more important is making sure your income is what you need it to be for your lifestyle and that you have emergency funds prepared for certain events, uh, a family member coming back, uh, a long-term care event, an emergency, a roof replacement, whatever it might be. Um, that's where the savings are for. Sure. Uh, the income can be generated from a lesser pool of money. You don't need to be rich to retire. You just need right. to be comfortable with what income you can generate. Exactly. And I mean, at one point in It's a Wonderful Life, uh, George Bailey's yelling at his uncle Billy, where's that money? Uh, you fool, where's the money? Do you realize what this means? It means bankruptcy, scandal, prison. Uh, he says, one of us is going to jail. Uh, so, you know, money is an obvious concern there and it can cause stress in families. And, you know, when a town or families are tight knit, uh, it's great, but it's sad to see that money can cause problems with those uh, relationships and with families. Uh, so that's another thing that I, I love how you stress that, Dan, to our listeners, have plans in place and, and make sure you're saving. Uh, and that then you can avoid those situations, right? That's right. You know, money is is the root of all evil. They say, right? Yeah. But um, it it having some money helps. <laughs> you can't buy yeah. happiness, but it helps. Um, yeah. But you're right. You know, that brings up one of the other main characters from the from the holidays is the Grinch, right? Um, ah, the Grinch. Or or better yet, Scrooge, right? Isn't that Scrooge oh. from the Christmas Carol? Well, Boy, financial lessons are plenty in Scrooge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, and the Grinch, really. Yeah, very similar. You know, um, you're right. Uh, having a plan is great, and systematically saving is better than lump-dump saving. Let me explain what I mean by that. Because if you think about- Yeah, what um, lump-dump saving? Yeah, lump-dump saving. That's a new saving. term, lump-dump. There we dump. go. TM. Uh, so, you is know, that a new punk rock band, <laughs> lump-dump? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm what is is it Ebenezer Scrooge? That's his name, right? Right. Um, he gets a bad rap, doesn't he? He, he really he gets a bad rap. But um, let's think about him in terms of financial independence. He he is financially independent, right? You know, he had a plan and he stuck with it. He was systematically saving. Um, he didn't really do anything illegal. I don't think there was anything like nefarious about him, right? He wasn't like stealing money. He was just a loan guy, right? He was he was providing banking services for people and he was making sure he was getting paid. And so it, it brings up a lesson about saving for your own retirement. So this lump dump idea, you know, at the end of the year, people are saying, how much should I sh should have saved for retirement this year? And what they should be saying is how much should I have been re saving for retirement throughout the year? Right. So what happens Good is point. people are saying, oh, I could put 5,000 a year into my IRA and let me throw in a $5,000 dump lump dump right now and sometimes that's difficult to do especially around the holidays like oh yeah where am i going to come up with mm -hmm. five grand but if you're putting in uh five hundred dollars or four hundred dollars a month systematically it makes it a whole lot easier so back to ebenezer scrooge 
he's got this pile of money there and it's working for him and it's growing compounding interest. And he's got stacks of it and it's he he's not saying, oh, I'm going to, where am I going to get the next, you know, lump dump to put in my savings account? He's got little bits over and over and over again. And so it's a much more strategic way of saving for retirement is um, planning ahead and, and making small systematic uh, uh, in savings deposits through through maybe a retirement plan or your employer plan. This is why I tell younger people who is just starting on a job, put as much as you can into the 401k early because you won't miss it. Uh, a movie I wanted to ask you about, one of my favorites, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I mean, you know, when I was a kid, it was the original book and then the cartoon and then the movie. All three, very good. Obviously, my favorite is the cartoon, though. That's from yeah. my childhood. That's Absolutely. my favorite version uh, over the book or the movie, but they're all great. And um, a, a quote that's in both, uh, I want to read you a quote and then tell me what lesson we can learn from this. Um, how could it be so? It came without ribbons. It came without tags. It came without packages, boxes, or bags. And then he puzzled and puzzled till his puzzler was sore. Then the Grinch thought of something he hadn't thought of before. Maybe Christmas, he thought, doesn't come from a store. Maybe Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more. So what's the lesson there? That's a good lesson, isn't it? Absolutely. And it, it relates back to what I was saying earlier, that spending money on stuff isn't necessarily as valuable in the long run as spending money on experiences or just spending time with family and friends. And so it goes beyond the shiny object and goes deeper. And I think this is probably perhaps the biggest financial lesson that anyone can learn. And the earlier you learn it, the better off you'll be. It's very difficult because mm -hmm. you're constantly bombarded with the, what do you, what do you call it? Ribbon and bow, yep. uh, the bright, shiny packages. You're constantly yep. on TV when you're driving everywhere you go, it's buy this, buy this, buy this. And it's the idea that maybe if you take a deep breath and think about it, think about this, Tony, I'm going to ask you a personal question here. Sure. You just, you just said that the, the, the favorite Grinch movie was the cartoon version. Do you remember what toys you were given as a child when you watched that movie during that same time frame? Um, you know what, what was the question? Do I remember, do you what? remember what, what toys you ah. were given at that time? Or do you remember the time and the experience. Yeah, I don't remember specifically what toys I got. That's right? for sure. Yeah. Think about it. The yeah. listeners out there, think about it. Do you remember certain toys from your childhood no. that you got? Or do you remember certain events that happened? Yeah, I remember the events and the people and the places. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the Christmas story. They're going to remember that duck getting his head chopped off at the Chinese restaurant more than they would any other holiday because it was a unique experience of family bonding and it wasn't about the stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And so that's what I think the Grinch has missed is he sees all these people having all these toys, all these packages, and they're all excited. And he thinks it's all about the, the stuff, but it's really not. It's He's not involved in it. He's not involved in that community. He's not involved in the experience. And that's what he's missing. And I think that in retirement, in financial planning, if there's one lesson to learn, it's that you don't want to be spending your money on stuff when you have other more important things that you could be spending your time and money on.
And it's so true. Yeah. The people that have very high levels of spending in retirement, um, they're the ones that really aren't, are, are struggling because they always have to have the income that they need to do that. They always need to be chasing the latest trend they're in the stock market because that's where the returns are, Tony. Let's be real. The, the overall best returns in history are in the stock market or in real estate. But you got to be in the game and you got to be willing to lose. But what are you chasing that for? If you're chasing it so you could buy the next toy, what happens when you don't get it? And are you going to be happy? I think that people just don't realize how important it is to reflect on what's truly financially important. And it's not stuff. It's experiences. Yeah, and I that's a great point. And it's so important that people uh realize that uh, you know their money is going to be needed for other things and sometimes uh it's just not uh, about the money during the holiday season. It can be a tight time, so it's important to be uh, aware of it. I think that awareness is something uh that people need. Now, uh moving on to other movies, do you think there's any life lessons? One of my favorite movies and it it actually is you're right, Elf the movie Elf is from uh, a while ago. I thought it was one of the more recent ones. Of course, of the movies we're talking about, it probably is, but this is from 2003. Mm. Uh, I looked it up, and Elf came out with uh, Will Ferrell. Great movie. Probably my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Um, just a classic. It became an instant holiday classic, Elf. Are there any financial lessons we can learn from that movie? <laughs> I'm trying to think if there well, is. I, I just thought of something. Well, I, I don't know off the top of my head to see if you know, but what were the four major food groups from that, um, from the elf, according to the elf? Oh yeah. It was the like four major it was food groups. Sugar, syrup, candy, candy canes, and something else, right? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so here's a lesson for you. When people say they're diversified in the financial world, they mm-hmm. say, Oh, I have stocks, I have bonds, I have mutual funds, I have an IRA. I'm diversified when ah. we all know they're all the same. They're all at risk. And so he, he's convinced that there are only four food groups when we all know that it's just, it's all sugar, right? It's kind right. of funny, you know, because he pours syrup all over his cereal or whatever, or spaghetti <laughs> it was, right? He it's pours disgusting. syrup on his spaghetti. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's actually, I just found it. Uh, uh, we elves stick to the four main food groups, candy, candy canes, candy corn, and syrup. <laughs> Candy corn, right? That's the yeah. vegetable. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and it's yeah. all pure. All of those things are pure sugar. <laughs> right, right, right. So when I ask people uh, how you invested, oh, I'm diversified. Okay, what do you got? Well, I got stocks and then I got some uh, international funds and I got some uh, REITs and I got, I'm very diversified. No, you're not. You're at risk. You know, you yeah. got to remember the color of money, green and red. Most people think that they have safe money and risky money, but in reality, everything is risky. They just don't realize it. They think because they have different types of risky money that they're safe. It doesn't work that way. Um, that's an interesting lesson. I kind of stretched that one, but, <laughs> you know, but I think the biggest lesson from the movie Elf is be positive. Um, you know, he, he I, I, one of my favorite lines that I use often from the elf is he's like smiling's my favorite you know <laughs> smiling what's your favorite thing smiling um, right he's always positive about it i mean he's it's a tough situation he's in if you want to be real about it 
he was abandoned as a child, right? And right. He, he's, but he's constantly going and going to try and find the answer. But he's yeah. always positive about it. The you know, if you're positive about things, you're going to wind up better off. Even if it if it, you're in a dire straight situation, even if you're spending money that you don't have on credit cards, you know, and you're up against it. Your kid wants toys and you buy it, and then you realize, oh, I shouldn't have, but it's too late. I have all this debt. Don't fret. Don't freak out. If you remain positive, you can solve it. Now, of course, you have to plan. You have to sit down with a professional and right. talk about it. And I deal with people all the time who are in bad situations financially, and I take steps proactively to help them get out of it. And it's easier for me because it's not, you know, I'm outside. I'm a I'm acting in their best interest, but I'm outside of them. I'm not the one experiencing that stress. So I'll sit down with them and I'll be rational about it. And it's a lot easier for me to be rational because I don't have the debt collector calling me. You know, right. they do. But having that pro with you makes things a lot easier. But it's oh, it so does. much easier if you're positive about it. If you come in and you're negative, geez, it's going to be tough to do anything. So you got to right. be positive. And I think that's the biggest lesson from that movie. I mean, I don't think he's sad at any point in that movie. No, no, <laughs> not really, except when he realizes that there's a fake Santa. But I think one of the lessons, like you were saying, people need a financial professional who they can trust. And you pointed something out there. You work for your clients. You don't work for some big box, big name uh, company uh, that has an office in a strip mall that's, you know, a nationwide company and you're just... Uh, somebody that hired to sit at the desk and present portfolios that are all prepackaged uh, tools or uh, things they can purchase to help with their retirement, and it's only from one company. You're independent, and that that lesson was taught in the movie Elf as well with the world's greatest cu- best cup of coffee. Uh, remember the sign in the window that yes. the buddy the elf saw? It said the world's <laughs> best cup of coffee. So he took that girl he met, uh, Jovi or whatever her name was, um, he took her there, blindfolded her, uh, made her sip a cup, and she didn't know where they were or what she was. And he says, well? And she goes, well, it tastes like a crappy cup of coffee. And she took a buddy took off her blindfold. She looked at it. It is a crappy cup of coffee. And he said, no, it's the world's best cup of coffee. Right. And that makes me think a lot of people see an ad on TV, and I'm not going to name names for a couple of big big name financial companies, they recognize the name. And so they're like, oh, that company says this, or they might listen to their uncle mm-hmm. or their uh, coworker who tells them, oh, you don't want this type of an annuity. You want this type, or you want to do this and not this. Uh, and it's kind of like the sign that says it's the best cup of coffee. Well, uh, that's somebody's <laughs> opinion and it's not necessarily true. <laughs> right. 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 It's like this little bodega, a little tiny, you know, strip, gas station cup coffee right He's in, <laughs> in new york city yeah, yeah that's pretty funny you're right though um everyone's got the latest idea oh your uncle knows i'm going to take social security at 62 because i know why xyz oh yeah. my sister you know no i mean everyone's got a, an idea right and theirs is the best idea and so you're right i, I mean I, I am independent and i don't i'm not tied to anybody there's no puppet strings i'm not sitting here saying i gotta push this new uh, latest and greatest uh, product because I got mothership telling me this is what's got to be good for the client. Yeah. I don't care. I, I use m- independent third-party money managers that I pick and choose. I use different companies for different things. If sure. you want to go into real estate, let's go. You want You're into gold? Let's talk precious metals. I don't have an agenda. My agenda is to help you. 
is to make sure you're happy because again, like Buddy the Elf, if you're happy, things are going to work out. Yeah. So I don't want people to be upset. I don't want people walking away from a planning meeting or a financial plan with me saying, oh, I have regret. I don't know if I wanted yeah. this. Yeah. Exactly. But that's what happens if uh, if you walk into the coffee shop. It says it's the world's greatest coffee shop, and you taste it, um, and you're thinking, "Oh, I was sold a bill of goods." So you want to taste it before you buy it, if, yeah. if you don't, if, you, if for lack of a better analogy. And that's what I do. I meet with people, I talk to them, I give you my opinion. I mean, you hear me on the radio. That's one thing. But when we're one on one and we're talking about your personal issues, I'll talk about my opinion and where I think you can go. And at that point, you could say, "Yeah, let's work together," or you can say, "No, you know what." I don't like your opinion on it and I'm going to do my own thing. That's perfectly fine. I do it all the time with people. I talk to them and, you know, maybe a year later they come and say, you know what? I thought more about it. I think it's time for us to work together. So I agree, Tony. That's a pretty good lesson. The, yeah. the, the, I forgot about that scene. Too. <laughs> I remember it now. Oh, I always, but, I love, that's one of my favorite parts. The world's best cup of coffee. And he just, <laughs> he just assumes he's so innocent. He, he doesn't believe they can lie about that. So well, you know what? Uh, that we could go on forever talking about these great Christmas movies, and of course, my favorite is always uh, I love Christmas Vacation. You know that. Um, yeah, we got that. <laughs> yeah, I think we got that. But uh, we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Well, I appreciate you joining me today, Clark. Um, it's been a good <laughs> little show here, Clark Griswold. Everybody, no, <laughs> we had. A great little show here talking about some lessons from holiday movies. I hope I didn't ruin it for everybody. I hope that you're not going to watch those movies and uh, think of me. <laughs> well, actually, I do. I hope that you learned a little bit here and understood that finances impact all parts of our lives, even holiday movies, <laughs> and that it's a good opportunity for you to take a chance on uh, planning for your future. It's not going to hurt you, let me tell you that much. So during this holiday season, as you're prepping for the end of the new year, our beginning of the new year, think about your future and think about getting together and setting up a time to talk. The casual, the conversation will be casual. We're not going to be a high pressure meeting here. It's going to be a, a opportunity for you to explain your situation and see if I can help. The number to call to set that up is 888-508-5935 or go to dolphinfinancialgroup.com. That number again, 888-508-5935. Tony, thanks so much for a great show. Thanks for joining me, and I hope everyone listening has a happy, a happy and safe holiday. The topics on this show are wide-ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement, like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Lundell or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.